Welcome to the studio at 1201, where we are bringing you interesting conversations with entrepreneurs, creatives, leaders, and world changers to impact and inspire. Let's connect. So make sure to subscribe, rate, and review with all the stars. And most importantly, remember you belong here. Speak Easy Studios. Speak and be heard. Thanks so much for joining us again today. Um, today, we wanted to really take you behind the scenes of the nonprofit and really how everything gets start, got started and introduce you to the people that are really a key part of making sure the nonprofit runs and not just runs, but thrives. So today we actually have Jeanette, who is the hostess with the mostest. That's right. Um, just really taking us behind the scenes on the creative side of 1201. How are you, Jeanette? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. No, thanks so much for joining. And I, I guess we'll jump right in. Um, obviously, I've gotten a chance to, to meet you and know you a little bit and know the things that you do around here. But the reason that we are having you on is to really broadcast what you do um, and get more exposure so more people can take part of it. Uh, would you mind just giving us a, a bit about your background, where you're from? Um, are, are you local to the area? Things like that. Absolutely. I am not local to the area. I was born and raised in Rochester, New Hampshire, uh, but I came down here um, many moons ago for college and went to Palm Beach Atlantic University. Uh, thought I was going to someday uh, work at out at the San Diego Zoo with my degree in zoology. I had a whole whole life plan and then was gifted a recession for graduation, which was lovely. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, economy. And so I, I stayed. I stuck around and put some deep roots in here in South Florida to the point where my whole trajectory changed. I, I got plugged into the open mic scene, uh, into all, all the world of performing and poetry. I started hosting my own open mic show and that led to more stages and more connections and it's, it's kind of changed my whole life. Well, I do wanna ask, I, we got connected through 1201 and the creative side. Has that always been your background, more of the creative, the arts? Yes and no. I, I, like I said, loved animals uh, in college. And so that was going to be the, the dream. Uh, but once I graduated, I actually connected with a small open mic show at a local coffee shop and was invited to host it. Uh, shortly after attending, I fell in love with it. It's where I performed my very first poem as well. And I took it on not knowing what I was getting into. I knew nobody. I had no artistic connections. But over time, it slowly grew into this incredible event. Uh, and because of that stage, I had other venues contacting me to do the same thing there. That's how I got in contact with Common Grounds, the coffee shop, Common Grounds Brew and Roastery. They said, hey, we love what you're doing. We love your, your heart for the city. It matches ours, and so I, I loved everything they were about, so I started running my open mic shows there, and the rest is history. I would say don't feel bad. I think there's a statistic out there. I forget the exact percentage, but there's over, I think, 60 to 70% of people that graduate and end up working in a field different than their major. Uh, I'm one of those cases as well. Um, but as you got started with Common Ground, what was that? What was your initial role? How did you get started? I, I got started essentially as a, a third-party contractor, if you will. I only uh, stepped into the the shop 
on staff for the open mic shows. I, throughout this whole time, I was working for an incredible local family entertainment company. And I was actually working within my uh, degree for a while because they had an exotic animal show that I worked alongside. So I was getting this hands-on experience for something that I dearly loved, but they were also teaching me how to talk on a mic, how to um, weave the the positive energy throughout a show, um, all of these things that have really turned me into the hostess with the mostest, I was was learning. And there actually came a day where I was offered that animal show. And it was the same time where these amazing um, arts shows that I was also coordinating was, was blowing up and I was being approached by by local venues wanting the same thing. And that was a huge line in the sand moment where I basically got to choose what do I want to do? What path do I want to do? And I turned my back <laughs> on my degree. No, I, I recognized that that served its purpose for, I got, I got to fulfill that love while also being molded into the hostess with the mostest. And I said, thank you. I'm honored, but this is now the dream. So I'm, I'm living the dream now. It's hard to believe that those skills weren't natural. Like naturally, when I meet you, you have a bubbly personality. It seems like you were pretty much born to do this. So to hear the backstory and hear that there was training involved with it, that's pretty enlightening. It's so much training, so much so that uh, when I was first told that, hey, you are, um, we believe in you from my previous employer, who are dear family at this point. I worked for them for years and years and years. Uh, up till the pandemic, I, I basically told them the entire world had to shut down for me to <laughs> have to leave uh, being, working with y'all. But years before that, they said, hey, we believe in you and uh, you are going to start leading shows. We're going to give you the microphone. You are going to corral a hundred plus kids in a cafeteria who are out of their mind with energy uh, and lead them in a dance party or a pirate party or a banana split show. All these crazy th events that we did. And I was mortified and terrified at first and that's definitely something I've learned along the way is it may seem outlandish or hard or just something I'm incapable of but it's just a learning curve and eventually it becomes second nature and now the stage is my home it's where I love and thrive no that's awesome and before we get into more of the creative and the events that you host um, at 1201 kind of want to get into your backstory. I, I think you have a pretty personal connection uh, with 1201, uh, with, with your life in general. Would you mind kind of diving into that, how it, not just a work or job experience for you, but more of a personal experience as well? One of the things that I think will forever tie me to the Common Grounds world uh, is I actually met my husband <laughs> Uh, here. <laughs> uh, it was an open mic show at the Lake Worth coffee shop. And that boy walked in with a guitar in his hand. And I said, he's coming to talk to me. <laughs> I have the list <laughs> and he's coming my way. Uh, and it quickly, it quickly grew from there. Uh, but also it, it has really changed my life in a way that I never thought that the thing I was doing just as the extra would would become my life and my livelihood. And it's I have to pinch myself sometimes thinking like, 
this was always the someday crazy dream that events, which was always the passion project, is actually the main thing that I'm doing. Well, it's funny that you say that because a lot of people try to separate their their work life and their personal life. And it's just so hard because everything's all connected. I'm pretty sure that, I mean, you you probably consider Kelly a boss, but she's more of a friend at this point as well. I'm pretty sure you have personal experience outside of work. Um, so it, it's funny that you say that because it's almost impossible to separate your work life. Uh, I know you want to have a work life balance, but it's hard to separate your work from your personal life. Absolutely. And just living, breathing what I do because I love it so much. It's, it's very hard to turn it off. Uh, and have relaxation times, but we do. We definitely do. But I'm pretty sure you find that you love what you do and it doesn't feel like work at a certain point when you know that, okay, I have to get this done. It's not like I'm punching a clock and like I'm dragging. It's like, okay, I'm, I got to get this done for the next thing to happen. Absolutely. And I've, I've learned along the way to create uh, some boundaries there as well. Uh, one thing I do struggle with is so much of my work life is pouring out creatively that I forget me personally, Jeanette, as a spoken word artist, like, you know, girl, you could create some content for yourself too. So, <laughs> so there is that, that give and take there where I have to remind myself, Hey, don't forget to sew into yourself as well. So what's your current role um, with the nonprofit? So we have created a brand new term for my title here. It is the creative curator, which I love. That's poetry in itself. Uh, and my role here is to create in-house events that are community-oriented, uh, art-oriented, that um, whether it is poetry or music, uh, workshop-related, uh, I am building these events from the ground up to represent the, the venue at 1201 that are offered to the community. I also help consult in external events uh, if people are wanting to do their events here in the space, um, offering guidance and insight in setup, uh, graphic design, anything else in that regard. And then finally, I am the social media personality. I'm doing all the posting on social media on our Instagram and Facebook page. So that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> what does a, a normal day in the life look like for you? What is that? I don't understand. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, my life currently is, uh, it is worked around meetings. And so I will have a meeting with Kelly where we are talking about, like today, our upcoming annual girls mic night where we're talking sponsorships and uh, what is the the seating going to be like? Who do we want to get in for featured artists? And then I might hop on a really dope podcast <laughs> <laughs> with my friend Jeremy here. Uh, but also the, the other hat I wear when it comes to Common Grounds is I am the social media and marketing manager for Common Grounds Brew and Roastery. So half my hours are there. Uh, half my hours are here with the nonprofit, so I might stop at the coffee shop, take some photos and videos for social media, grab a latte, <laughs> uh, make a fool out of myself in front of strangers asking if I can take their pictures, and then I might hop over to 1201 to get some work done, have some meetings. Uh, it's really great because I get to make my own schedule, and the flexibility helps me also sit down with other local artists and business owners to dream up what could possibly come next. 
No, that's awesome. And I've commented this on this several times, what the passion about what you do just pours out in your voice. And when you start talking about, okay, we got this event coming up and we got this coming up, it's not just like, all right, we got this and then this is coming up. You can definitely tell the excitement. And I was actually fortunate enough to be part of one of your events as well. You guys had the Artisan uh, Festival back in December. And I, I think I, I don't want to assume here, but I think I'm gathering that a lot of the events that you guys host are revolved around the arts or creativity. Yes, absolutely. That's that's actually a, a huge component of what what goes on here at 1201. We want to impact the community through the arts, but also through social entrepreneurship. So both are represented, uh, whether it's through the business connections group that we have every Tuesday, we have music and vocal lessons that happen here. My whole world is around the arts because open mics have become my favorite platform to introduce people to the community. There's something amazing that happens when people get in front of a mic uh, in a room full of strangers and share a piece of their soul. Uh, and so the, the bigger specialty events that I get to create here absolutely revolve around the arts because everyone has creativity inside of them. It may look very different. It may come out whether they're an accountant uh, or a pianist. You never know how it'll come out, but everyone has that inside of them. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Now, playing, de playing devil's advocate here. Now, open mic nights, that can be really intimidating. Someone has all that creative uh energy bundled up inside of them how do you get it out one i have learned the hard way never to um pressure someone or force them to perform uh but i tell you what jeremy there is something especially at the shows that i have cultivated over the years that there's something magical about these rooms. And I guarantee you, someone who has worked behind the scenes on their art, on creating something that is special, once they sit in that space, they want to share. And, and nerves may be a factor, absolutely. I have had people literally shaking their hands. <laughs> the paper they're holding is like rattling, right? But I always tell them, your nerves are important. The moment your nerves go away, you should stop performing because nerves just mean care that we care about what we're putting out there and the flip coin of that is you need to trust who you're sharing it with because you could absolutely free fall you know trust fall if you will <laughs> and hit the concrete but at my shows that is not the case respect is given across the board and we we love those first-time performers uh, who are fighting nerves well, I think if I remember this correctly, you told me a story before. I think it was a little girl that got up to sing and she was extremely nervous. Do you mind sharing that one? Oh, it was. Yes, it was our first ever girls mic night, which uh, from the title you can get it is for the ladies and it is all girls. No men allowed. Sorry, boys. Um, but it's it's this so it's a special night where um, girls can come up. We have featured artists. We have an open mic portion. And this, it was the first ever one. So no one knew what to expect. So it, but it, no one knew what to expect. But it was this packed house. And this little girl, probably eight years old, she had been taking lessons through the Creative Arts Academy here at 1201. And so she came to the show ready to perform Annie. Uh, 
uh, a song from Annie. And she got up there so put together and professional sounding and confident. And she said, hi, I'm going to perform a song from Annie. And she starts singing so confident. And all of a sudden she looks out. And I think she realized for the first time how many people were actually out there. And her voice faltered for a moment. And her eyes start welling up. And she starts just crying. And everyone's like, oh, no, oh, no. And I, how do, how do I solve this? How do I fix this? I immediately ran up onto the stage, put my, my arm around this little girl, and I say, hey, it's okay, it's okay. How about we all sing it together, okay? Try, you know, all right, audience, help us out. And we all sing uh, the rest of the, the sun will come out tomorrow. <laughs> and halfway through us singing with her, she regains her confidence and lets out the most incredible notes, powerhouse golden buzzer notes that just wrecked us all. I mean, it was such an incredible moment. One I will never forget. No, that's what it's all about is really just giving people the opportunity and also the training. Um, Because going back to the point that you made before, everyone has those creative juices flowing in them. It's just finding the outlet of how do I get this out there in an unintimidating audience somebody that's going to be there for me and just like the little girl if I bomb who's going to sing the song along with me absolutely (laughs) absolutely and if you come to any of my shows uh, whether that's a small workshop space where we're writing things for the first time uh, and no one's going to have it perfect because you literally just wrote it versus a curated piece in front of you know hundreds of people you know however many we can fit into a space no matter what you will have our support Now, what are your long-term visions for your role? Because I know it's ever-evolving as things change, the times change, there's going to be things that get added, things that get taken away, more opportunities to try new things. What's your big vision, the the big picture that you see for this role? That's a great question. I've actually, this year, have pulled back the amount of workshops and shows I've been doing to really focus on quality. I've been caught up a little bit in the whirlwind of so many blessings and so many different opportunities, but sometimes it is wise to to press pause on some things. Uh, And so what I'm really focusing now on is getting the systems in place so that an event from start to finish can be completely successful. I'm focusing on sponsorships for these bigger shows, which is totally out of my element. Cause I'm like, like, let's just have everything free always all the time for everyone. But how do I reach those goals? If I don't have the funding in place, mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. Uh, because I would love to have, man, if we want to talk about money is on an option, I would love a videography team, a photography team where what, amazing magic happens on these stages could be represented and shared outside of this little corner of the world. That would be a huge dream. And really, it's been such an amazing journey because so many different events kind of fall into my lap. Like this past year, two of our most successful shows was Voices of the System, which was this local, incredible organization, nonprofit, um, The Hands and Feet. Uh, They had a show featuring voices of kids who um, have aged out of the foster care system, of caregivers, of people who are working within the system. And it was a night to fundraise what they do, which is basically a DoorDash essentials list for foster families getting placements of kids. Like, what? I didn't have enough tears for that night. It was amazing. And then the other huge event that happened was 
this local poetry slam team fundraiser. They they said, hey, we have a team. We just need a place to do a show. And it was the most powerful, heavy-hitting night of the best of the best in the world that we have uh, here in uh, the Delray area, I believe. Exit 36, um, uh, poetry slam team, Pompano, actually. And they came through and just... They killed it. It was incredible. So you never know what's going to happen, and that's part of the adventure. Now, obviously, we're in 2023 now. Um, I know you mentioned pulling back with sub- certain things to focus on quality over quantity. Are there any events or anything upcoming that you want to promote or bring awareness to? Absolutely. So um, I am not the only one that does events um, here uh, as part of the team, and one of our other amazing uh, staff people, Derek Hatch of All Things Narrative. He has amazing things popping up all the time. And so January 28th, he has a workshop that's going to be happening the first half of the day. Uh, so I definitely want to spotlight that as well as storyteller sessions, which is an incredible event that I built with my dear friend, Laura Graham, who uh, she is an improv uh, an actress. So she she is going to be heading that up and that is where we bring storytelling back to the spotlight. So that is February 18th. But the big one is the girls' mic night. And that is going to be Saturday, April 29th. So that is the big one. So all my ladies would love to have you come and join us. No, that's awesome. So you guys heard it. Um, definitely come out and support those events. If you can't come out and support, um, as Jeanette just mentioned, we are looking to solicit donations um, to really make the event a success. Um, really give the community what they need and give these artists and creators what they need to get their their passion projects out there. Um, so thank you so much for joining me today, Jeanette. Absolutely. Um, it's been a pleasure speaking with you, getting to know you a little bit more, and also bringing some exposure to the great things that you do here at 1201. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and join us for the next episode.